Hi guys, and welcome to this week's Giving Hope podcast, where real women share real stories with real hope. On today's episode, I catch up with my new friend, Shyla Goyne, author of Good Bad Moms of the Bible. Y'all are going to love this awesome woman of God and her down-to-earth personality. So sit back and enjoy Hope with Shyla Goyne. Well, welcome to the Giving Hope podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here. Whenever I started it, Rachel was like, you need to have my sister-in-law on your (laughs) podcast. That's awesome. I was was like, okay, who's your (laughs) sister-in-law? She was like, she's an author. She's awesome. I was like, well, cool. Because I love the idea of having just regular everyday women who are doing extraordinary things, not necessarily extraordinary things, but are figuring out their call yeah. and doing things, but you're, we're just everyday people. Yes, completely. You know, <laughs> Love <it. laughs> Love it. okay. So now I have to ask you, how do you pronounce your name? Shyla. Shyla. Okay. I yes. thought so. I, I kind of Facebook stalked you for a little bit. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> yes. You're, you're welcome. You're welcome. No problem. And, uh, and I saw that and I was like, just, it was like capitalized, you know how to say how to pronounce your name. Oh, yes, yes. And yes. it was like shy. I was like, oh, like shy low, but it's shy love. Yes. If I was a boy, um, which they thought I was going to be a boy, um, it was going to be shy low. So. Okay, cool. It's Shyla. Yes, <laughs> I love I, <laughs> I love that because you don't hear her. And I'm yes. sure you get Sheila all the time. All the time. Yeah. Starbucks is, I'm Sheila. <laughs> yes. And you're like, that's okay. Just get my order right. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. And, and, and just give me the caffeine and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Um, um, we'll just go ahead and jump in and get started. Um, I sent you questions like, I don't even know how long ago. Yeah. Like a, yeah. many, many moons ago. I have them right in front of me and your answers that you, that you gave okay. me, which was great because I like to kind of know so I can actually kind of spin off the questions just a little bit so yeah. if you know if the Holy Spirit brings something up like hey ask about this then we then we'll just go with it okay so you are an author yes of good bad moms yes of the bible of the bible yes yes they're, they're moms <laughs> in the bible um yes. that I took I took a look at and went oh my gosh you know growing up you hear the stories of of all of these women and you're like oh that's cool but like to like relate it to today and how we mom today. I'm like, Oh, when you read it through those, that goggle of today's mom, mm-hmm. it becomes so relevant. And I, I just was inspired by them. So yeah, yeah that's what that is. <laughs> that's really cool. And we'll jump right back into that. So let's tell everybody about yourself. What's your testimony? Where are you from? Cause most people don't, won't know you, especially people that are my friend circle friends. And I want them yeah, to get yeah, to yeah. know you a little bit. Yeah. Well, I'm Shyla Goyne. Um, I am married to my hottie husband, Kyle. I, I, it's a running joke in everybody. I, my husband's hot and I have to tell everybody. I don't know why. Yes. I'm um, sure so, <laughs> so, and then I'm a mom of three kids and they're 12, nine and seven. Awesome. And I actually got that right the first time. I'm impressed. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have four dogs. We, uh, we're, we're crazy when we have four dogs. Yes. Um, and so we breed actually as well. We're a breeder. So we, I have a lot going on. Yes, <laughs> you it's do. Fun. It's great. It's great. So, um, I was raised in church mm-hmm. and my, my mom and dad were saved, you know, we were just in church constantly. And, mm-hmm. um, I grew up and didn't hit that like super rebellious teenage year. Um, I instead ended up marrying a church boy <laughs> in my teenage years. So oh, wow. um, I got married really young and, um, 
thank God it all just worked out. Yes, (laughs) right. Young and dumb, but it did. It was was great. (laughs) It was God for sure. So yeah, um, yeah, that's really cool. That's kind of my story. Yeah, and you're sticking to it, kind of. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's really cool. Um, So, were your parents in the ministry, or were they just you know Um, servants? You know kind of kind of a unique look um I guess my dad was like the head usher at a couple different churches Mm -hmm. throughout the years um my mom did her own she did like bible studies in her home she was guest speaking at conferences sometimes Mm -hmm. um she has never published anything but she has so many books and uh, things that are written but just hasn't published anything it's really funny um when I published mine she's like maybe I should get mine (laughs) you're like yes you do (laughs) (laughs) um so we did grow up very involved in church and seeing um maybe not full-time ministry or like on staff at a church ministry but definitely ministry Mm -hmm. so I we definitely saw that exampled um and then even my husband's uh parents they were as soon as they like got saved, they got super active in church and were on staff. And, um, so we just, both my husband and I had that example around us constantly. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's really cool. My parents were in the ministry. My dad went to, I don't know if you know, Christ for the nations in Dallas. So he graduated from Christ for the nations. And I would say I was born into the church. (laughs) I didn't get, I wasn't saved until I was, well, I was five. You know, um, I was that kind of kid that was like, oh yeah, we're in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. Okay. We, I got this. Yeah. Let's do, let's do this. You know, and I've been that way since I was a small child, but both my parents were in the ministry. My dad was a uh, prison chaplain in in Georgia right after Christ for the nations. And he did that for, he was actually the first chaplain established chaplain at the Atlanta women's correctional institute. Institute and he started a choir and all this wow. stuff through like the, the trustees in the prison. So I love this idea. I thought this was so fun. Whenever I read that it was good, bad moms of the Bible, I, I <laughs> yes. thought of that time. It, I, it's so funny how the Holy Spirit just brings connections. When you think of things of these women who were good, bad moms. Yeah. You know, yeah. they were in prison, they, right. but they were trying their hardest yes. to live their oh. life the way God wants them to That's live. That's amazing. And of course, yes. I wish, I hope one day, I know I will in heaven, but I hope one day here on earth, I will be able to meet or find some of the women or their, oh, chi- that would be awesome. or their children, because yeah. <laughs> some of them were a lot older. There was one lady that was incarcerated there. We only called her God bless you because that's all she ever said. <laughs> and so God bless you, um, was in prison for murdering her husband. Oh man. And, but she murdered him like in the forties and oh, it was self-defense cause he abused her and oh, he, rough. and she was like life in prison because it was an all white jury and she was a black woman and mm. it was just not in her favor, but yeah. she was a trustee at the time. And this is in the eighties. So she w- had already served many years in prison already. Wow. And she just had this love of Jesus on her. And even as a small child, I was only three or four years old knowing her, but she made such a huge impact on my heart that I was like, wow. And as I got older, it kind of dawned on me because I didn't realize it was prison that we were talking to women in (laughs) in prison. I didn't know. And, but to see them, these women, love on us, even though they were prisoners was, was impactful. So when I, again, when I read that you had this good, bad moms of the Bible, I was like, 
oh, how perfect this, I have to find out why, (laughs) why you got on this, like, what was the thought process? Like what impacted you that you were like, I have to write about these women. Like this needs to be, their stories need to be told in an applicable way. Yeah. Um, well, my friend and I got together, um, we started it together and we are so different. Like, I don't know how we're friends. It's really, and we crack up at it. <laughs> Not really, but like, um, we, we parent so differently and we, mm. um, we realized that first of all, moms need other moms. Yes. Mom, moms need support and, um, she can do something that way and I can do something this way and they're totally different, but they can both be good. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so, um, sometimes we're good. Sometimes we're bad. Sometimes we're like (laughs) this amazing, perfect mom. And then by three o'clock in the afternoon, you're screaming your head off. Uh Um, and so we wanted to bring, um, realness into, into today's moms. But then while we were, we were making videos and, and we would just sit down on like on YouTube, we'd sit down and talk and it, we would crack up together and whatever. And so when, what, while we were doing that, we created this channel, we were going to make it a challenge on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We we're going to do like 21 day challenge, you know? <laughs> um, anyways. And so we were going to look at moms in the Bible and then we just realized some of them were good and some of them were bad. And even mm-hmm. in the same situation, in one story, you could see good and bad. So it just was like, man, look at these moms in the Bible, momming in their generation, but still it's relevant to today. It's still um, at its core, the same thing that we're going through as moms today. Yes. And I just wanted to make it real and easily understood because mm-hmm. um, sometimes we hear like, I, you know, Samson cutting his hair and the mom's the mom in that story, you're like, okay, I don't, you know, the mom has really little to do with it. What does that have to do with me? And you, it's Mm -hmm. just not relatable unless you're looking at it through that filter of, okay, why is she relevant to me? And, um, these stories just came alive. Like we would read them and go, oh my gosh, like I just went through that. Yes. Even though, you know, I, I don't have a son that has super strength, but (laughs) (laughs) it still was relevant. So, yeah. Yeah. But we have in go with our children, we have, we, we see their calling or we see like something in their life. And so whenever they make a decision that takes them away from that, right. It is, is truly impactful. And, you know, I always think that sometimes like, why did she react that way? Or why, why didn't she just yank that woman off of her son and be like, (laughs) Oh honey. Oh, nar, you know, you're not, (laughs) it's not happening today. (laughs) Not my baby boy. Do you know how hard it took me to bring him into this world on the birthing stone? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. You know, because you know, he was a big man. So imagine what kind of baby he, you know, birthing that, birthing that (laughs) beast was like, my oldest is 20 years old and well, he will be 20. I just, I just say it. So I'm the shock is, you know, off (laughs) when it it actually happens in April, but, um, he's six foot seven and just a big, big man. Wow. He he is a big man and he's not thin. He's just broad shoulders, just a big boy. Um, (laughs) And he was a beast to birth. He was a, just a giant beast to birth. And oh I, and gosh. I bring this up to them all the time. I'm like, do you know, like when they're being there, <laughs> yes, you know, yes. I'm in my bad mom mode. I'm like, do you realize what it took 
to bring <laughs> your big head into this world oh. and you're not gonna wash dishes you know <laughs> yes <laughs> yes the meme that says all you know I shared my body with you for nine months but you won't share your M&Ms with me like, exactly. <laughs> exactly or I flip it on the other side I had to share my body with you I do not have to share my M&Ms with you yes yes it, I like that one better <laughs> yes it's like listen you took everything from me I have bad eyesight because you suck oh, my yes. teeth my hair looks like crud I can have my own bag of M&Ms. Thank you very much. Enjoy the lungs I made you, you know? Yes. You're welcome. (laughs) You're welcome. That is so funny. So whenever you were studying all these women in the Bible, what was one that just stood out to you that was like your woman? Like, Um, were there many? Yeah. Well, yeah, uh, my top one, and it's not even in the book, but my top one has got to be Mary. And, mm, um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's typical. I'm sorry. Like I just got to go to the, you know, main woman of the Bible. That's okay. Uh, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and it's not even, um, it is, it, it is stuff she's done, but it has, it was what Jesus did for her that blew oh. my mind. Mm-hmm. He is dying on the cross. Like already has the nails in already is, you know, half dead. And, bleeding, you know, in pain, being tortured. And he looks down from the cross, looks at Mary, looks at John and goes, this is your mother. And in his dying breath, the last thing he does is make sure his mama is okay. Yes. He loves moms. Like Mm -hmm. that saturated my soul. It just was like, man, you love moms. Like uh, in your last dying breath, you, you made sure your mama had somebody to, you know, go live with, to mm-hmm. love on, to yes. nurture. He knew what moms had in them and needed for, you know, their life. And he took care of that. Yeah. Um, and he cared about her emotions, even though he knew he, it was going to be a three-day thing. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm like, coming I'll, right I'll, back. I'll see you in just a moment, but I get but that still, this three he days her up. Be- yeah. Yeah. Torture. Yeah, yeah. Complete and utter torture. Yes. Yes. So... Um, she speaks to me like crazy, but I also love the story um, where she pushed him into uh, um, his first miracle. Yes. And he's like, he's like, no, it, woman, it's not my time. Which like, could you imagine a kid talking like, you oh, better no. not talk to me like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, I- um, and she's like, oh yes, yes it was. Yes, it is your time, buddy. Um, and I love that picture of us championing, championing our I'm saying that word wrong. Anyways, um, I, I got you. you go. Yeah. Pushing our kids but in a good way um, <laughs> into their purpose, into their calling. I love that. Yeah. Um, so she, she's got to be my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's so important for us to see these women for who they are. Cause right now, especially the attack on women in the yes. world in the twisted view of the woman's place in this world mm. is just phenomenal. It is astronomical and to have something where you see these women in just in a crazy period of time going from the very beginning of time to which would be modern times jesus's time was more modern time like we would understand the transportation the trade routes and all that stuff was happening it was booming in jesus's time um but to see these women through all all through the word of god 
take these moments and be real. Every single one of them, yes. they didn't have pretenses. They didn't put on their church face. Like right. Sarah, it cracks me up. We just finished reading this with our boys. Um, and whenever Sarah, before she was Sarah, she was laughing. Like these prophets, Jesus, pre-incarnate Jesus is <laughs> yeah. standing there talking to her and he hears her. She's like, I didn't say that. You know, like, <laughs> right? Like, wow, come on. <laughs> like, really, lady? She wasn't like, oh, holy one, let me bask in your presence. Let me, right. you know, wash your. She was like, whatever. She's probably darning socks or something in the other room or like cleaning <laughs> yes. up after them. She goes, I freaking have to clean up after this dinner that my husband's inviting these people. You know, like, yep, so yep. real. And she's like, yeah, right. I'm going to totally have give birth at. And it's just, yeah. I laugh at totally. that because I'm like, I relate to that. I, yes. I completely, because God has told me so many things over the years that I'm like, oh, yeah, like that's going to uh-huh. happen. Like, yeah. that, really? Have you met me? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is you really made me cool. this way. It's, you know, are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah. Yes. That yeah. is so true. My, my most relatable woman other than Sarah, which is great. Of course, I don't think I would give up my husband to another woman. Uh, right. <laughs> I think the buck stops there on my relate. <laughs> I'm not a good sharer, so no. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Um, but there's one woman in um Second Samuel chapter twenty. Um, and no one really teaches on her. And I just happened to read because I was trying to get stories for my boys to relate to, and it's about David. And Sheba, this man disrespects David and they, he, David sends basically his army after this man. And they come to this mm-hmm. wall and this wise woman, and that's all it says, the wise yes. woman at the wall. And she lops this man's head off and delivers it to, <laughs> to, the, to the general. She's like, you're not going to destroy this home because we are, we're, we're, we um, are faithful to the king. Right. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. I relate to that. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is like, that's, that's awesome. That's a totally me. I love, yeah. I love that. Um, every, every single instance in the word of God, you see these women who were just, just powerhouses yes. in their day and, and still weak and still meek. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Humble. And yeah, yeah. War- they're warriors and humble and yeah, totally. Right. Absolutely. I think that that, and I think that that really needs to, be taught because it yes do you see i mean i know how it is here in east podunk east texas we say you know podunk (laughs) in east texas we don't have a lot of we have a lot of churches but we don't have a lot of alive churches and that's Mm -hmm. been a struggle for a lot of women um home churches are booming and here in east texas um okay yes um do you see and i see that it's a lack of discipleship and lack of relate relatable um teaching of how applicable teaching of the word of god in our everyday life and Mm. do you see that in california what is the when it comes to a book like this and being relatable and being um grasped by people in your church and in your community how do you see that what is the impact or how do you see that that is going in in california yeah, I, I do think in, um, there's kind of both, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I see uh, in the church that women are um, are allowed to have their avenue. Um, it seems mm-hmm. at least, maybe I'm blind because from day one, my mom was a go-getter. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I'm blind uh, to um, there not being as many 
relevant places or, or avenues for women, I, um, just assume you're, you're going to make way for, <laughs> right. for women here. I come, whether, whether you're ready or not. Um, <laughs> so, um, but I get, I can see both the women, um, like in my community, not necessarily in the church circles, but in my community, mm-hmm. um, be a little bit feeling more oppressed, um, and not able to just be real and be loved and, and all of that. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, that's, that's an interesting question. <laughs> I hope that, um, women can know and learn how loved they are. And if God calls them, go get it, make a way, God's going to make a way and Mm -hmm. go, go do your calling. Um, but I do see a lot of, I have a lot of women mentors and even they don't even know they're my mentor, (laughs) but I just soak up their stuff, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. um, I feel encouraged as far as women uh, that if you're called, God is going to make a way that no man (laughs) or woman or, or church or, or, you know, not tr- it, nothing can shut it when God has called you. And so I mm-hmm. just see, um, uh, the women, uh, I'm hoping that this book can help people, you know, women specifically, moms specifically rise up and, and fulfill their calling. And, um, I, I have hope that we're trending that direction Yeah, <laughs> with, with, um, moms and women being able to fulfill what they're called to do. Yeah, I think it's it's growing because we see such or women. I think I think it's mostly women see such a need in, yes. in the body of Christ for. Right. I mean, we do have our powerhouse women that are that have paved the way, and I'm so grateful for and so thankful for. We I was talking about it last night at Bible study. I was like, you have. I remember like the Catherine Coleman's and the Marilyn Hickey's and mm-hmm. just these women who were on television and did tent revivals and meetings that they paved the way in this century yes. for the Joyce Myers and the Beth Moore's right. and the Christine Canes and the Lisa yes. Bevere's and all the yep. Priscilla Shire and all the women that we <laughs> just love and adore and, and look up to and revere. But it's, I think that there's still that, need to find truth in his word that it's, it's not just women just doing their thing. It is God wants women to do their thing. God wants it. And he's shown us that through the word so many times, the fact that Rahab was listed, that her name was kept and preserved in the lineage Mm. of Jesus, that someone who was a harlot, that was a prostitute, that God was like, I don't care where you're from yes. or where, yes. what background you carry. When I call you, I've called you. And that's all that right. matters. That's all that, yes. that's all that I see is my stamp of approval. Yes. And he's, you know, he stamped every single one of us. And not to like compare yourself, not, not to, um, yes. you know, where you come from, but also not even looking at your past, what your position now looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, you might, I might compare myself to Christine Kane and go, well, I might as well give up. That's not, that's, you know, that's not the point. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The point Mm -hmm. is who are you reaching now? God has a, a now circumference of people that you can be reaching. And that is just as important Mm -hmm. as how many people Christine Kane is reaching right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you're reaching somebody that she can't, she won't, she won't be able to, or that they just don't even know about her, you know, kind of thing. Yes. Um, Hard to, hard to, 
<laughs> comprehend but no yes i know um, it's like how do you not know her no <laughs> right <laughs> exactly yeah, i have a book of her sitting on my desk right now so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but yeah that's it, it's it's non-comparing what your past looks like where you come from but also non-comparing what you're doing um and not belittling mm-hmm. what what you're called to yes it's so, so easy to do that comparison with social media today and just those little bitty things that have been said to us when we were kids that it just mm-hmm. comes up that, that we've been taught, we've been trained to compare ourselves through magazines, through movies and TV shows and just celebrityism. Um, yes. It's just almost ingrained in us, but to pull away from that and see the importance of just who uniquely who we are. Yes. And how we have a purpose and a voice, even if it's just, I don't mean to add the word just, it's like saying, I'm just a mom. You're not just a mom. You're right. a mom. Win it, right. girl, own it. But even if it is, Absolutely. your part is to raise godly children or have a godly marriage to show people it can be done, Yes. then do it with the Absolutely. fire and the calling and the anointing that God has placed inside of you. It is so important. I see this all the time with younger women that they struggle with having to please the world and to walk out their call. Yeah. Because of social media and whatever. I was like, no, no, no. God will make room for you. Those people will follow you. Right. No matter what, because people follow truth. People follow authenticity. Yes. And they want, and we, we hunger for it. We honestly do. Yes. My yeah. husband just yesterday was like, is there nothing you won't tell the world? <laughs> I was like, uh, well, because I, I told him I was, I was talking to somebody and told her da da da. And he's like, um, so you'll just tell anybody everything, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I'm, I want to be real. Like there's no, um, I, I'm not perfect. Like there's absolutely not even a glimpse of perfection. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I wouldn't change that. Like authenticity is, huge is just, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, there's no point unless you're real. That's right. Unless, unless you have the good and the bad. Because <laughs> eventually your real is going to come out. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no matter how many filters you put on that. No, uh, yes, picture. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I always say whenever I do Insta stories, I'm so bad at doing Insta stories because. No, you are amazing. I love your. Oh my God. I love watching yours. And I sit there, I'm like, oh God. And I think, oh, I didn't. Oh, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yes. And I yeah. think that all the time, I'm like I should have put on makeup. My mom's yes. like, my mom will even say that because she's, even though she's. A, a northerner by blood her family's from ohio she's a southerner by raising she's been here <laughs> yes. since, she's a texan since she was three and oh, so wow. a texan is, especially a texas woman it's you put yes. your face on you put your yeah, face on before yeah. you go out and you have your hair yes. done and you look you look to the you dress to the nines and yes. you go out and and i do that to myself all the time i think oh god i don't have any makeup on I don't, my hair, I have like wild hairs, you know, just going everywhere. I was even going to do an Insta story before this. And like I interviewed right before this, I interviewed Amy. You saw my Insta story, Amy, uh, my friend from um, college. And 
I was like, I'm going to do an Insta story telling everybody, hey, I'm about to record Shyla and Amy's podcast. And I was like, oh, dear God, I look like, <laughs> a, I look like a flaming hot mess. Like, oh, not even that's awesome. And then I was like, and delete. That's not going on there. Like, go Because I'm right now I'm sitting at our, we, I own a business, we own a, a music store. And so I'm sitting here at our front desk because we live in Podunk, East Texas, and this is the best Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh nice yes. you know that we can that we can get is here at our shop so which is great because it gives me a break from the house and the dogs because we yes. have five dogs so I get you oh, I, hey, I get yeah. I get your doggy love and yeah. um our one of our dogs was at the was at the vet this morning and I was like you know what I'm just gonna throw on some sweats and it's like 37 degrees or 36 degrees Ooh, here right now yeah and so I'm like and I have my fuzzy boots on and my cardigan <laughs> and my star wars shirt and my hair in a bun and my youngest was Love like, it. Yes. where, where are you going? <laughs> and he was like, I said, I'm going to record a podcast. He goes, Oh, a podcast. They're not going to see you then. Are they? Like, oh. So that's okay. Oh my gosh. I'm like, so funny. yeah, that's right. This is mama's life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I am okay with that. But yeah, I was raised be- the same way. My mom, I, she had to have eyeliner on. She would go nowhere with no eye. Like eyeliner Isn't was a funny? must. And so, yeah, the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about that last night. My first day, um, we we're talking about giving birth to our kids. And one of the ladies, she's like, oh yeah, I looked awesome when I gave birth to my oh. first. She goes after my second. And now she has five. And she was like, after my second, she was like, I did not care. I was just like, <laughs> I'm just yes. going to raw this out. And I was like, exactly. My first, my mom was like, are you going to put on some makeup before you go to the hospital? Oh, <laughs> I was in the hospital for two days to give birth to my beast of a boy. Oh. And I was like, yep. I'm not, Sounds right. you know, by the time you cried and sweat and just yes. so not looking the way you're supposed to. So yeah, yeah. I have that mom. Not movie picture. Now she's like, I'm just movie perfect. Yes. Picture perfect movie <laughs> looking. Yes. I'm exactly. like, oh yes my hair is perfectly coiffed for this you know <laughs> most agonizing thing that I'm going to go through as a woman and I'm going to yes. come out looking like I was drugged behind a truck because it is it's not it's not how it works and it's okay because right. it's right. still beautiful and it's still you yes absolutely you know it is it's funny how we put that kind of pressure on ourselves since okay so since you've written your book have you had that kind of pressure to like keep it on and be like okay I'm author Shyla. Or do you, you just know, like, eh. <laughs> only from me, only, only from me. <laughs> um, I hear you. I'm my worst, uh, guilt tripper. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, I had, I have started writing, um, uh, but then I put it down for like, I haven't touched it for at least probably three months. Um, and so I'm like, what is wrong with you? Pick that thing back up. And I just, I, I haven't yet. <laughs> so <laughs> we Christmas and, you know, like, mm-hmm. and so one of the things, um, my husband taught me this like a long time ago and I am constantly reminding myself when you feel like you've walked away from something that you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. not that I've walked away from it. I've just kind of hit pause for a minute, but <laughs> there's so much guilt that will then keep you farther away from it and farther away from it because you don't want to go back and face the guilt and all of that. Um, he was mostly talking about your relationship with God. Like when you feel like you've taken a pause from God, um, because sometimes that happens, like, honestly, you just get busy and you forget and you're, you, you've mm-hmm. gone a month and not touched your Bible and you've gone, you know, what, however long, whatever. And then all of a sudden this guilt creeps in and you're like, well, I can't go back. I can't face it. But he was, he preached this amazing sermon about when you come back, 
you're right. Where, you don't have to make up that ground. You oh, didn't lose good. ground. Mm-hmm. You are right back where you were, right back in relationship with God. So I'm encouraging myself today <laughs> to go right back into the uh, finishing the, the next book. Um, yes. And, and, you know, getting getting that accomplished. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, yes, people have said, oh, is there a second one? But it, no, nobody guilts me better than, than me. So <laughs> Yes, I'm the exact same way. I, I actually... from our sponsors. And we're back with Shyla Goyne. I have two books. One is just a regular devotional that out of all the teachings that I've taught, putting them together. And then one is a like a children's book that has been on my heart since my boys were little. It's based on them and, oh. and what I've taught them in, in about their armor of God. So it's more like a young, like a teen pre, oh, okay. like a teenage That's book. Awesome. I so, that. <laughs> and so, but I'm like, Oh, I'm just gonna, Oh, I mean, am I, am I that, you know, like, am I, would people even really want to read? Do, I mean, yeah. what, yes. and I totally. have, Oh my goodness. How many times I've written, I've written two chapters. That's it. And, and it's supposed to be a series. Like I have all this stuff that God's given me and it's, and I'll start and then I put it down because I think it's not good enough. Yeah. You oh. know, or I'm not good enough. Who is who, who? And <sighs> yeah. then I have to go through that. Okay. I have to repent because this isn't good. This isn't a good path for my brain to go. Right. And then I have to start that cycle back over of getting back to where he wants me to be instead of where I put myself. <laughs> yeah. Every I, I was going through the same thing going, my mom's going to read this and my sister's going to read this. And, and you know, <laughs> that's just because they know they have to, otherwise I will, you know, I'll be asking them, what'd you think? What'd you, um, yes. But, um, and I did the same thing. Is this really valuable? Like I'm not the best mom. Why am I, why am I the one writing this book? And, um, one day the Holy Spirit was like, um, honey, <laughs> there are scriptures in your book. There is the word of God in your book. And you're telling me that's not valuable. That's not the Ooh. best thing for moms to hear. And I was like, oh, done. I'm done. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sorry. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to belittle that. And so, you know, when that's God fair. has inspired you and God has given you a word, it's God's. It's not yours. It's mm-hmm. God's word. Mm-hmm. And it's got to get out. Even if you touch one person, even if one mom reads my book and goes, oh, that was cool. That, that, you know, changes how I do some things or, you know, just whatever. It just touches her. Mm-hmm. That was enough. Like mm-hmm. that was enough. Yeah. So, yeah. So what was your process whenever you first started? Um, I'm going to write this book about the good, bad moms of the Bible. What was your, what was your process of getting to that? You know, the fluidity of, of making it a whole book. <laughs> um, You're well, like none. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I would, uh, we had originally created it to do a course. Um, it was really just me my, <laughs> not to throw my friend out of the bus. She's amazing. We were both supposed to do like 20 oh, yeah. <laughs> and I had done my 20 and she was like, okay. Um, uh, but she, got, she was pregnant. Oh, and yeah. then at, at that same moment, she was like, okay, I'm going to walk away. And I was like, absolutely. I totally get it. Totally fine. So there was a transition of, 
um, do we go forward with this? You know, like that whole, I don't want to ruin the friendship that, mm-hmm. um, but man, mom friends who are God ordained are amazing. And yes. she gave me her support to, you know, go ahead and keep good, bad mom's name. And, um, she just kind of walked away, had her babies and, uh, we're still best friends. You know, she's amazing. And, um, so with my 20 days, I had 20 <laughs> days at that time. I was like, um, let me just, cause everything's 21 days, you know, 21 day fast, 21 day. Yes. Everything's like the cool hip. So I was like, I'm going to write one more day <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and you know, uh, turn it into a book. I, I knew, um, a publisher. Otherwise I may not have had enough boldness to like, you know, put it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that like was killer to let somebody else read especially he was a man. <laughs> I was like, yes. You're going to read this and go, okay. Right. <laughs> you're raising children? No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um it really came easy. The actual writing process came pretty easy. I just mm-hmm. would sit down and uh, it would come out. Like I I don't know. It just came out. Um so and I'm generally short and sweet. Like I'm not a like I have to work to make long blogs and long, like, you know, just, mm-hmm. it's like, get to the point and be done. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, I don't know why I was saying that. Anyway, the writing part was like, you know, bang and done. Mm-hmm. It was, it was the submitting it for publication and then the patience that comes with waiting for it to be published, <laughs> published. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that was more like, okay. Um, but that, you know, that was, that was my process. It just kind of came out and we looked at, I, d- I just kind of wrote down different moms of the Bible and uh, looked at their story and would kind of pick out, you know, like I have a couple different stories out of each mom. Like mm-hmm. there's not just one mom and then one story. Usually there's like one mom and three stories kind of thing um, mm-hmm. to look at how, how they mommed. So um, it just, it just came, I don't know it <laughs> yeah there wasn't really a process it just i would sit down i probably only honestly sat down maybe 10 times and wrote the and wrote the book <laughs> oh wow so, that's awesome yeah it just it it came out really fast so <laughs> yeah it's that when you know that it's supposed to I mean, even if you struggle with it at first, I shouldn't say that because that puts a damper on people who are like, yeah, but I'm yeah, struggling. no, no, totally. That, and th- this next one, I'm, I'm struggling. Like that's, it hasn't gone as easy. And so that's why I'm like, I don't want to touch it, but I do. <laughs> and I know it needs to go out there and yes. um, I'm, I am going to pick that back up. <laughs> yes. Cause it'll so, be great. Yes. Yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah. Totally. I haven't read good, bad moms just to let every, any, everybody know. Cause I, I know would... I realized I need to send you my book. Like, yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't do that already. So no. No, it's will, all good. I will it's do all, that. I had a friend, um, Harriet, who um, I've known since I was in Pigtails. Um, she wrote a book, and I'm reading it right now. She was like, "You haven't?" I was like, "No, I haven't." I just honestly just found out that really that she had that many books. Like I didn't even know, even though she's my. I mean, we were friends. <laughs> we were friends, but then we kind of grew apart because she moved off after after high school, and you know. But we've always kind of you know kept kind of in touch, and uh, I'm like, "Yeah, I need to read your book," and then. And I was like, yeah, I need to read your book. And then um, Anita, who I interviewed, I was like, I really need to read your book. <laughs> like, You're going to get flooded with all these I'm, books. And I love it. I just, I love that there's so many of us that have such unique perspectives yes. in our life that are completely 100% applicable and relatable for so many different people in different stages of life. 
Yes. It is it, it just when I started this podcast, I I told my husband, I was like, I think I should start a podcast because I talk to people all day long. I counsel, I have women over at my house all the time. I go to coffees all the time. And I'm sitting here listening to a lot of women. And it's mostly just a gab, just to catch up. It's not necessarily counseling sessions. And I sit and listen to them and I'm listening to their stories. I'm like, wow, people need to hear this. Like yeah. people need to hear what you have to say. And I, I, the lady I interviewed last week, Robin, her interview is going to come out this Wednesday. And she loves the Enneagrams and mental health and everything. Yes. And I just ate everything up that she said. I'm like, this is really good information. And I walked away and this was what started it all really. And I told my husband, I, was, I, I think I need to do a podcast. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. I said, because I know so many amazing women who are doing so many amazing things with with, and they're so knowledgeable and they have so much life experience that people need to hear People need yeah. to hear. And the fact that there's, I believe that there are women well, like me who are sitting on book ideas or sitting on, you know, the idea that I want to go public speak, or I want to start a women's ministry in my church, or I want to, you know, help out and preach to teenagers or whatever it is. Yeah. They need to see that. Look at these regular women who aren't the Christine Kings, who aren't the, right. you know, Joyce Myers, that they're right. actually doing something in their circle of people yes. and they're, with what they have in their hand. And they and don't God's even know the ripple it. effect of, of right. what they're doing. It's hard to see that, but man, yes, the, the normal everyday, but you know, full of calling and uh, yeah, totally. And Love purpose. It. Love and, it. Yes. And I, I hate that we have celebritized yes. Christian Christians and Christianity so much because yeah. it does put, I believe, an, it's not necessarily purposeful, but it just happens a shadow over mm -hmm. women who are right next to us. Right. That we can glean from. Like, I don't have to go to a Christine King conference. I, I will. Don't get me right. wrong. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I don't have to because, you know, Shyla, I can just talk to Shyla and she can impart in me with the Holy Spirit that what I need to hear because of the wisdom that you have or right. Amy oh. or Anita or, you know, and, and to be able to have a place where these regular women, it's just, I, I love it. I love meeting y'all. It has been such an honor. And so we're not wrapping this up. I'm just in my, <laughs> in my bubble of, I just think it's really awesome and that you're doing it. And I mean, how old are you? Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm 35. You're 35. Okay. I'm 35. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And, and that you're doing it at such a young age, you're like, well, no, but yes, you are. I mean, yeah, me at 35, yeah, yeah. I had that in my heart at 35. I had writing a book and a devotional at 27 and I just wow. had my youngest son. And I was like, I've gone through so much in this small amount of time. I've only been married for six yeah. years. And I thought, oh my goodness. I have, God has brought me through so much. I really need to write this down my life. Yeah. I need to write this down. And of course life happens right. and raising children in marriage and business and growing and moving and blah, blah, blah. And then it's, but to see so many women actually doing it, it gives me hope. Like I can do this. I can do this. Right. Yeah. Right. So I'm excited. I, I did have, um, this mom passion um, probably for years and years before mm -hmm. I uh, made it happen. And just my mm -hmm. fear of what people would think if I did it, oh, because, mm -hmm. because I knew I was a young mom. I got married at 19, had a baby at 21. Like I'm young. 
And I, I just, I remember like joking around with a friend. She's like, Oh, you, you I like tapped the two-year-old in the, in the butt with my foot, like, and knocked him over accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, Oh, leave it to the 21 year old mom. And you know, like, and oh. I, I've carried that with me. I had carried that like, well, you're not a good mom. You're really a young mom. Why would you be the one that starts like a mom group? Why would you be the one that, um, mm-hmm. talks about having mom friends and, and the, you know, why, and I let the fear of what people thought of me um, detour me from what should have been started long before. Yes. Um, so, yes, totally. I understand that. And yeah. uh, you, at some point, you just got to go shove it. I don't I, <laughs> I can't care anymore. Like, I just can't. Um, yes. So that's yeah. kind of what happened. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and how did you, you know, when you when you have those thoughts, because I know they come back. Of, yes uh, you're true. not you know it's not going to be that great or you're whatever yeah. um, we all get them what are some things or what are your prayers or what scriptures do you go to to help you overcome those moments yeah well a couple different things one um having real mom friends that aren't gonna <laughs> make fun of you <laughs> um and, yes. and so especially especially the one that helped me start good bad moms I go to her a lot um mm-hmm. and she is so encouraging so having an encouraging um, mom friend helps or, you know, not even just mom, like that she happened because my thing is moms. She's a mom friend. And that's, it's a phrase I use. I don't know. Um, but any friend, uh, that always helps. Um, mm-hmm. I have a couple scriptures that are why are, are my foundation of why I started. So I go back to that. Um, the spirit of the Lord is upon me to, you know, and all the, that, um, to, you know, proclaim the freedom and to yes. help the brokenhearted. And uh, I'm not quoting it. No, you got, I got that you. one, mm-hmm. that one, <laughs> <laughs> that one's my, you know, like if the spirit of the Lord is upon me, why the heck would I be wasting it? Like right. just cause I'm not perfect. No, no, no. So, um, I go to that. I go to my base scriptures. I go to my friend and then I just try to kick myself in the butt and go, like, <laughs> no, this is, this is valuable. Like I have to remind myself cause sometimes social media can be, um, looked upon in a negative view. Social media is fake. Social media is, um, you know, a counterpart to real relationship, blah, 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 everything mm-hmm. that's said about social media. And I, I sometimes devalue, um, the more hands-on ministry mm-hmm. or I devalue my ministry comparing it to the more hands-on ministry. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, no. If God, like, this is what God put on my heart and this is who, Moms are on social media. Like I am reading, if I'm reaching that one mom, that is enough. Yes. And so, yeah, um, is. I just, I have to encourage myself, I guess is really <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the thing. So, you know, um, I go, no, this is today's world. So why would I shy away from social media when this is today? Like this is the future and, yeah. um, that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, a couple, you know, I pray, um, and the scripture and, and my mom friends are <laughs> who, help me, uh, stay on track and not go backwards in the, the fear of man kind of thing. So, yeah, it is so important yeah. to surround yourself with people who will encourage you and be real yes. with you. Yes. You know, yes. Totally. It won't completely just blow wind, oh my gosh. Will end up your backside, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> I have a friend that I will send her anything if I need encouragement, encouragement, because it will absolutely be 
the most, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And, <laughs> and then our mutual friend, Rachel, I can send her anything and she will go, um, you have a typo right here. <laughs> and I'm like, I need both of you guys. I love it. <laughs> so uh, I, I love it. I love having different mom friends that do different things for me and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Love it. Not that Rachel isn't. She's encouraging too. <laughs> yes, I can in, in her Rachel way. <laughs> yes, totally, totally. So, we love you, Rachel. Like, I needed help with that typo, so yeah, thank you. <laughs> exactly, and it's it is so key. I think um, separation is the biggest enemy for women. Yes. In, in today, and that totally. goes for if you're in the world and have no relationship with God, or if you're in the Word and 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 have a relationship with God, being separate, being isolated is his yes. biggest weapon because he knows that when we get together, yeah, we're stronger. We are so strong. Oh, we are totally. so sinking strong. And I, yes, we were, we were actually having this conversation last night. Again, um, we were talking about certain parts of the Bible that, you know, people don't want to read because they think it's boring, like Leviticus, you know, they're like, <laughs> oh, yes. oh, Leviticus. You know, but there are parts in it that he assigns to women that laws like the women going away during their menstrual cycle. And they they talk about washing and the cleansing and all that stuff. But he's like, I need you to go away because he knows that we needed that peace and we needed that (laughs) to be around women. I'm like, why did we get rid of that? Like, why? (laughs) Can you imagine every month for like seven days, you have, you get a break from your kids. Like your kids don't go with you to the red tent. They don't go with you. You get to be around women. You're like, is this normal? Oh, I love it. Is this love natural? It. Are my breasts supposed to do this? You know? <laughs> yes. Look at my ankle, Sarah. Can you come check this out, Rachel? I'm serious. Oh, you know? I love it. Like, love it. We, but he, he knew that we needed that. We needed to be around other women. Yeah. Because there were wise women in that, in that tent, in that area that were going to help us become women. And we've, as a society, we have separated ourselves from each other through comparison, yeah. through isolation. And now it's, I believe there's a rise now because we have this saying, this hashtag of my tribe, you know, we're, right, we're, right. we're trying to, we're realizing that we are stronger in numbers. We need right. to be, cause it's a God ordained thing. Yeah. It's Absolutely. a God thing. You know, he tells us to not forsake the assembling of yourselves together. And that's not totally. just for Sunday morning or Wednesday night or Sunday night services. It is like a daily thing. Do not forsake right. yourselves from assembling together because where right. we are together, well, he is, we're two or more gathered. There he right. is in the exactly. middle, but exactly. also we have perspective. Someone will have, you'll have your Rachel. Yes. There's a typo, sweetheart. Yes. You know? <laughs> yeah, yes. Or you'll have your cheerleader girl who is, you know, that will be like, yes, you got this. Keep going. I believe in you. Yes. And then the real one who's like, but keep it real, you know, like, but don't get a, <laughs> but don't get a big head. Cause I will definitely right. be there to pop it. Sweetheart, you know? Right. Right. Totally. That's awesome. So currently what are some of the devotionals or things that you're reading now to encourage yourself, you know, including the word of God? It, yeah, could, yeah. it can be a scripture or a verse or whatever. I love, I get on the Bible app all the time and do like seven days here, seven, you know, like seven. I do that too. Like Mm -hmm. I do. I love those. Um, currently of course I'm reading through the Bible. I'm always, it'll be like, read the Bible in one year. It takes me two years. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yes. Like it just does. Um, so I'm like halfway through one year, even though we're at the beginning of the year, but that's okay. (laughs) That's all right. Um, and then I have one called brave. Um, Oh, cool. And I really like it. It's, it's all about like, go get it, you know, um, mm-hmm. and just being brave, obviously. Um, so I'm liking that one. 
And that one, it's a devotional, but I sit in the car while I'm waiting to pick up my kids. So it's in my car. And um, I, I, I'll read like four days at a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. uh, it's not like an actual, you know. So um, that's kind of what I'm doing right now um, as far as my devotionals. I was trying to think if I had any other, but um, it just depends on what, like, sometimes there's even weight loss. They're saying yeah. weight loss uh, devotional on the Bible app. And I'm like, eh, I'm feeling a little chubby today. Let's go read that one. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, you know, I'm, I kind of am all over the board with, with, with what I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So it depends yeah. on what I, my goals are Yeah. in that moment. Like right now I'm doing a Greg Rochelle's leadership um, oh yes, from Life he's Church. Great. Yes, he oh, is. Um, I love his podcast. I do too. It is so it's it's perfect. And I'm like, oh, yes. you were reading my mail, dude. Okay, that was. Yeah, that and was... he he talks so fast. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> my husband cracks up at me because I will listen to podcasts on like double speed. Yeah. and he's like, how do you listen? How do you? I'm like, I don't know. And he talks so fast already that I don't always have to listen to him on double speed. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes, so. when we lived in Tulsa, um, his church was like outside of Oklahoma City or near that area between Tulsa and Oklahoma City, their church, their main oh, okay. campus. And yeah. so he, he would come on. And of course, he had little sub campuses, you know, throughout all of Tulsa. Like it was like the North Life Church and South Life Church, and West Life Church, like all over the place. But we got uh, Ryan and I, my husband and I got um, hooked on him early on because he did these amazing stories and skits at the beginning of every service. Like, I'm like, oh. how do you have time to record yeah. this stuff? You were such a busy man. And it's crazy the creativity. It, it really is. But he was just, it was powerful. And I remember sitting and we were listening to him. I think we were watching it, you know, internet was still kind of new. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't as great as we, you know, MySpace was going out and Facebook was rising up. And, yes. um, and so we were watching YouTube was in full effect and, um, we were watching his video and Ryan looked over at me. He's like, this man's going to be go really far, you know? Oh, I, and I yes. thought, yeah, this is, this is really big, but I do. I, I like his devotional. Um, as let me, I can't even remember am, what the name of it is. I am Let's a, see. um, I don't want a paper book. I want a, um, a screen uh, on my screen. Mm-hmm. So that is my go-to is if I can watch it on my phone or listen to it on my phone. Yeah. Um, that's, I, I hardly ever sit down and read a book. And when I do, it'll be like at night. And then Kyle's, my husband is like, um, I want the light off. I would like to go to sleep. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I like got in the habit of like reading on my phone because it's just more convenient. So, right. Um, that's uh, anything I do, anything I read is like on my, on my phone. So mm-hmm. if it's audible book, that's even better. Cause then I can, you know, yes, so that's yes. kind of how I do, do my, mom, my intake. <laughs> my mom gave me a book by Rick Renner. I don't know if you know who he is. Um, he it has, sounds from, yeah. he has a church in Moscow Oh wow. and, um, he's a Rama guy, but, um, he has, my mom gave me this thick book and it's a great book. It's about having, how to, um, navigate through this crazy world and during the end times, you know, like as the world gets crazier, mm-hmm. how do you as yeah. a Christian navigate through it? But I thought, oh man, I picked it up. It's on my nightstand and I pick it up and I'll read a chapter. And I'm thinking, man, I wish I could just hear this, <laughs> listen to this <laughs> yes. Yes. because then I can just carry it around and just have it in my ear and I can, you know, just listen to this book. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm the same way with that. That's really good. 
That's awesome. I, we, we all picture that, like a cup in the in my hand and book in my lap and looking out the window and like with three kids and four dogs, that just never happens. Yeah, so. it's, a, it's a great it's great for Instagram. It's a yeah. great picture, you know, planning that, sitting it just right with the sunbeams coming through yes. the window, and you know, but yes. but practice practical application of that is just not for a busy right. for any mom really but right right you know, for... and that my book like it's supposed to be hopefully you can read it in five minutes like that's all <laughs> that's all I can yeah. handle <laughs> yeah so uh the same thing you know if, it, if it's a, like my the brave devotional that it's it's five minutes every day is like five minutes that's what I can handle mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah totally that, that's awesome so what advice would you give to women who are reading this and listening to your message of good, bad moms. And what advice would you give to your, yourself? Um, my biggest thing, and actually I'm stealing it from my mother-in-law. Um, <laughs> I was complaining one day because my husband works out of town a lot of times. So mm-hmm. he's gone Monday through Friday sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be killer. Like you feel like a single mom every once in a while. And I was, you know, in my funk complaining, um, about, you know, how exhausted and blah, 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 blah. And she looked at me and said, if this is where God, you know, God has your husband working, God has you at home, then you are graced to do exactly what you're supposed to do. And Mm -hmm. when you're sitting here, um, not relying on his grace, it's harder. You've got to realize you're graced and lean into the grace. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's like probably my biggest message, um, is your grace to do exactly what you're supposed to do. If I'm cleaning up puppy poop, I'm graced to, <laughs> I have 11 puppies right now. Uh, yeah, they're four and a half weeks old and the poop phase has hit. Oh, so yes, yes, <laughs> I'm yes. graced, I'm graced to be picking up the puppy poop. Um, if I'm dropping my kids off at school, I am graced to stand or, you know, drive in that terrible drop-off line. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I'm graced. So, uh, and then, uh, you know, if you're doing a Bible study, you're graced to do that. You're anointed mm-hmm. to do what God has told you to do, mm-hmm. um, no matter what that is. So that's good. Yeah. 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 What would you give advice to your younger self? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> just stop comparing. Like, just, you know, not, nothing, nobody's opinion matters but God's. Mm-hmm. Um, that would probably be my biggest you know, get over the fear of man kind of thing. That's probably my, was my biggest hang up. Mm-hmm. I can be such a people pleaser and it's not always a negative thing because it also means you're a peace bringer. And yes. that's definitely a part of my, um, calling. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you go too far, it becomes people pleasing. And, yeah. um, that was my huge, so stop people pleasing, <laughs> yes. Just, you know, be who God created you to be. And, um, if, 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 pe- if the people who are turned off by you aren't who you're supposed to reach anyways. So that's okay. That's true. Yeah. So, and a seed is always planted anyways, and God gives the right, increase. So true. even if they're turned off to you this moment, doesn't mean that God can't bring it around. And true. in a time that they need it, your voice will come in back to their heart. And the Holy Spirit right. can bring it back. Yeah. I always say that. Um, I always ask that, what would you tell your younger self? And I'm sitting here listening to you say that. And I'm like, it's not necessarily that I know that we can't turn back time and go back and tell ourselves that, but saying it out loud, you're saying it to your younger self because our younger self keeps us from doing so many things because of fears and what has been told to us as children or as young adults. And we hold on to those hurts and we hold on to those pains and to say, okay, younger self, 
I, you can do this. Don't listen to anybody because honestly, what you're saying right now is more than likely what you struggle with right now. Oh yeah. Still, you know? Yeah. So, so to say no one else's opinion matters. Only God's opinion matters. He called you, he equipped you, he placed you here for such a time as this. So don't listen to those jokers. God will handle them. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. But not only that, but as moms, when we say that kind of stuff out loud, our children hear it. Yes. Our children hear it. So you're you're telling it to your, a part of you is your younger self. A part of your younger self is your children because they're a part of you and they are literally a part, a younger version of you. Yeah. And so the same hangup sometimes that we have as people, we have imparted to our children because of sin nature. We've imparted that to them. And if we can show them, it doesn't matter what people say. It matters what God thinks about you. And God thinks that you're awesome and perfect and you're growing and he has grace for you. And, and I know that, and we're championing, championing you. So See, I can't even say the championing. What is that? Championing. (laughs) Champion. Yeah. uh Championing (laughs) you to, to do this. And it is so important for me as a mom to remember that. And it's important for me to show that to my children. And they might not even notice it right away. Like I, um, all of a sudden it dawned on me that I'm semi kind of, uh, (laughs) not to brag, but (laughs) I, I, I am an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and with, with the dogs that we're doing and all of a sudden it dawned on me that my, my dad was, I, mm. I'm 35 years old and it, I, my, I'm just now realizing my dad was an entrepreneur and he, <laughs> yeah. he, you know, fashioned that for, he modeled that for us my entire life. And it didn't kick in until I was 35 years old <laughs> that, um, it's a generational thing. And then my son said the other day, mom, I think I want to do this. I want to be an entrepreneur like you. And I was like, what? Yeah, you know, just it, like nice. full circle. It, so even when you're modeling for your kids, mm-hmm. they, it might not click in then, but <coughs> Excuse me. It's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> um, it's there. It's, it's, they, they'll see it at some point. <laughs> yes, so, they will. Yeah, definitely. Well, this yeah. has been so awesome. Thank you so much, Shyla, for you. coming on. And I can't wait to get your book. I can't wait uh, yes. to read your new book that you're going to finish Thank, yes, and get I done. <laughs> I'm inspired. I'm going to get to it today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. And, Thank um, you. I hope to have you back on sometime soon. And I love it. Love it. Yes. Thank you very much. I'm honored mm-hmm. that you asked me. Yes, it's been a joy. I can't can't wait for a developing relationship and to get to know you better throughout the years. It's going to be awesome. Well, you have a blessed day. You too. And enjoy your morning because it's still morning for you. Yes, it is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It's lunchtime for me. I'm about to go eat. (laughs) So that's awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for listening to Giving Hope. Please be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and we'll see y'all next week.